Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello there and welcome to a brand new episode. Uh, welcome to the Savage Situation Podcast. Me, Adam Savage, and my man Ian Chambers is back in the house. How's it going? It's been a while. Mate. It's good. I feel I feel really I feel really good right now. Like it, this, do you know what it is? I think it's because spring is coming. The sun is out. There's 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 B vitamins going into my face. Yeah. And I feel I feel like I, I feel like I've been reborn. You know what? It's um it, it just brings about, and I know it's a generic thing to say, but it just brings out an entirely different energy in me, bro. It brings out a different beast. Because when winter hits, I think I'm always ready for it. By the back end of the year, I always start to think, right, I'm ready for those winter months. I like the whole festive vibe. I like the chilly evenings, getting wrapped up, putting my hoodies on. But then there comes a point where I start to put on a bit of a podge. And I think, I've got, <laughs> I've, the only reason I'm able to get. I always think the only reason I'm able to get away with this podge is because I wear hoodies every day and it masks it, right? Uh, and then, right, and then yeah. when the sun starts coming out, I'm like, okay, man's got to start putting in those putting in those yards again and hitting <laughs> the gym again. And that's what I'm back doing. The sun's beaming down. We're about to have like a, a good run of like 19 degree days over here in London. So I'm, um, I'm feeling good about the summer hitting or the spring hitting, whatever you want to call it. I don't even know where we are in the seasonal kind of Well, I know, I know exactly where we are right now, which is Ian... Yep. And Savage, Chambers and Savage are finally going to meet in person wow. this week. And it is going to be fireworks, baby. You know OMG. what? You know what, right? I, I imagine that uh, a lot of you listening will have had those sort of friendships that blossom like online, especially in today's day and age. It's something that just happens all the time, isn't it? Like I've had so many friends who... <laughs> who have never necessarily even met. They met on Xbox Live parties back in the day and they become really tight or whatever. And me and you look at each other's mugs on Google Meets every single time we record this podcast. So we've been doing it for, <laughs> for weeks and weeks and weeks now, months. Have we been doing this? Do we, this has been, I, I think I think we started doing this last July yeah. time. And here it we are. It was last July. It was while I was away. It was while I was away. Yeah, and now it's March. It, we are, bro, we are only a few months away from it being a year of talking to each other over the internet yeah. and never actually meeting you each other. You know what? That is that is mental. And these these webcams are generous. So what I need to do is I need to make sure that I moisturize yeah. the shit out of my face for the next yeah. week. Mate, mine's got every beauty filter yeah. going and then extra <laughs> added downloadable software I pay a monthly fee for to <laughs> increase the blemish removal. That is I'm that in deep. You're going to see me and go, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Hey, hey volcano face. <laughs> No, I'm um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be good, you know, because I remember you were part of the journey of me saying, "Oh, I'm I'm going to pack up shop and move to London," and uh, mm. you were, you backed it. You, you said, "I love it so far. I am loving it." And the fact that we get to have our big uh, coming together and night out in in London in the big city is going to be pretty cool, isn't in a it? Big smoke. It's going to be amazing. it's going to be amazing. I think that's 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 one thing I think is is actually very telling of the entire, I guess, 
industry, bring back to games here for a second, obviously to esports and things all the time, mm-hmm. but for you guys at home, you're probably back into a kind of full swing of things work-wise now. Gaming world is is the whole live event space is kind of getting there now. The things are popping off and you've been really busy recently. And I've got a few things coming up where I'll be at live events. And I think people are kind of coming together now. It's not just the video, the virtual broadcast stuff. I don't know how, I mean, I'm sure it will still always be there. Yeah. But there's this kind of element of like, everyone's kind of going, shall we go to a studio? That sounds like a bloody good idea. And everyone's like, yes, do it. Because obviously budgets are back. People are ready to rock and roll. So mate, it's, it's it's great telling that this is kind of the time, the spring, the new season, the rebirth of the floor and the fauna yep. and of us meeting. It's going to be great. And, and, you know, to touch yeah. on that whole people coming together thing, you, you know, I, I imagine that, you know, those of you that watch like live esports broadcasts, you will see the difference of like the energy in the room and the energy of the broadcast completely when the people are together in person. Like I had a, mm. you know, weekend of uh, of live broadcasts with a crew this 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 past weekend. It was the uh, VRL, the, the Valorant Regional League for Northern Europe um, to, to, to create a path for some of these teams to make it into VCT. And it was once again, that feeling and just the organic energy that is just spread between you that you cannot have on an online broadcast. And I think that applies to every single job. Like a lot of my friends back home, when I talk to them, they, they really miss that camaraderie that you get by walking into an office and you've got John over there who says, do you want a cup of tea or whatever as soon as you walk in the door? And, <laughs> but it, it, it's funny, isn't it? We, we all yeah, took yeah. it for granted for so long and now we're starting to get it back. And I think we're all starting to go, oh, right. It is actually because it felt so wrong to be around human beings for so long. For obvious reasons, you know, you spread in a viral disease, I guess, right? And yeah. And now, <laughs> yeah. But you, you, oh, that thing. But, yeah. The vi- yeah, I forgot. I forgot the that pandemic. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, which is basically like you can go away now, like abroad and stuff, and not have to kind of fill out those forms and stuff. It's, it's kind of mad. But, but it's like, there was a point where I would be around someone and I'd feel guilty. I'd be like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. But it's like, it's nice for, that we're able to start coming together again, feeling that energy of being, you know, it's what we're here to be. It's what we're here for, isn't it? It's to build relationships, friendships and and all that stuff. So it's, it's yeah. quite nice. I, you know, and for all of our lovely listeners out there, do you know what? I think um, for you guys, like the last episode, we just talked, we just talked a ton about like, come, like rising up the ranks in, in this kind of, weird and wonderful world of 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 esports and gaming and stuff i think it's really interesting that um you know there you can see now as well like you know there's, there's lots of little kind of you can see these different kind of esports companies and production kind of um kind of entities popping up now yeah. and starting kind of new leagues and there's lots of i mean mate the games the games at the moment as well are literally blowing everyone there are so many games right now this is one of the first times in a very long time that i can honestly say i've got too much to play mate i bought a I, new game and I, I what did you tell me WWE 2K22 oh my god it looks great bro looks good right the WWE so I the first ever like wrestling video game that I truly fell in love with was Wrestlemania 2000 on the N64 straight mm-hmm. after that off the back of that was Wrestle uh, WWF No Mercy for, for the N64 and it was really cool because I bought it really early as soon as it came out and I put it in the console and I started playing it and then there was this huge recall of the game because it had a fault on it. So everybody no had the game, you had a dodgy version and you had to send it back. So I had to wait after playing it for like a week of, and just falling in love with this video game. I had to send it off to get the-, the What? Fi- that, that's mental, what, in the mail? Yeah, it, imagine imagine that now. Like obviously now you just get a patch and you get an update sent out. Back then it was like, <laughs> you, get, you get like this message. Come, oh, I can't remember how I even got that news to come through, but it was like, you have to send this back. And I was like, what? This is the great, but anyway, 
Ever since then, look, there have been some amazing uh, wrestling video games over the years, like for the PlayStation, like the SmackDown games were all banging, a lot more of a fast-paced uh, in comparison to the uh, the THQ um, N64 games back in the day. But then like WWE 2K games got really formulaic and boring and it became that thing almost like FIFA. Look, I love FIFA, but any game that comes out annually, you, you, you buy it and you're like, oh, well, there's this, this is a little bit different and that's a little, graphics are a little bit better. And I've never been a big fan of like, yearly games where you have to pay you know a big whack to get it's very similar to the previous installation yeah. right yeah whereas WWE 2k they are two years out the game and they've come back with brand new system brand new feel everything feels like different new refreshed the roster is unbelievable you know you've got all the old legends on there as well like austin the rock taker all these guys and it plays really nicely so i've been having like triple threats with my my brothers and stuff like back in the day and some of oh, these awesome. matches go on for hours and you can't get the pin but it's um it's great man wwe great. 2k22 i can't uh sell it enough it's awesome Oh, that's great. I've, I've seen tons, like people are posting like left, right and center online, like, you know, just kind of saying how, how great it is to play a, a wrestling. I think, I think that's, it says a lot, doesn't it? Like the fact that you got a game or a company like 2K who've, who've made big time sports games for a long time anyway, mm. but you got a game, you got a company who've gone, do you know what? Let's take, let's take our, let's, let's take it back a, a step for a second here and give ourselves a bit more breathing room here. Give us a couple of years rather than churning out a game every year. Let's try and really work on, on, you know, reworking the entire system. And and obviously it's delivering the goods. But that's why I like the fact that Call of Duty is doing exactly the same yes. thing. Assassin's Creed did it with Valhalla as well, which one of the, I think still the biggest biggest selling game on, on new, next-gen platforms there's been thus far. And I think that's the that's a really good thing. I think sometimes, you, despite the fact wanting to make, you know, wanting to make games and make money, the games that do come out year on year don't tend to do that well unless it is something like fifa you love and... things more when you have yeah. time to miss it it's as simple as that isn't it you know like yeah, yeah. the greatest franchises of all time think about your grand theft autos think about your uh legend of zeldas your super marios your um even red dead redemption like i, I loved red dead redemption one by the time red dead redemption 2 came out i'm like oh man like this is what there's a second oh, one mate. coming out and then that was Wild. my life for forever and like that that those windows and gaps it, it gives the the user and the the consumer time to really miss it and, and long for getting back on it but also you just get a product that is just far beyond what it would have been if they'd have churned it out year on year on yeah. year right you you wonder as well like you, like because i think the announcement's been made now that gta 6 is coming out right that's that's a thing that's definitely wow. happening which is freaking crazy In four, because everyone's been waiting for this 4k all the bells and whistles on your, like, your next-gen consoles, man. And thinking about the AI of just people wandering the streets on these new consoles, it's going to be crazy. I, I remember, I think it was, was it 2012, 2013, like the GTA 5 came out? And I remember back in the day, dude, we're talking about like old school, like starting out. I remember going to game the store in Stratford-Westfield mm -hmm. and being there for the midnight launch. When midnight launches of games. I love them. And there was a line going down the block and my job was to kind of go and interview people who were waiting in line. Oh, to be like, nice. GTA 5's coming nice. out. How you feeling? Everyone was just like, yeah, I'm so, I'm so hyped, bro. <laughs> and everyone was like, you know, kind of saying what they were going to do with baseball bats and animals and people. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty, pretty vivid actually, but still it was awesome. And everyone was so like excited about it. And when you were talking about like, the, um, about N64 a second and the, and the cartridges, I actually, I actually, I miss the time of buying physical games. I mean, yeah, Hugely. you can still do it now, but like the, having the cartridge in your hands and blowing into the needlessly and pointlessly blowing into the cartridges, because let's be honest, it didn't do anything, but still we'd like to do it because it felt like we were doing something. Yeah. 
blowing into the cartridges, making it work, putting the machine, and bang, you're in. That I, I miss the weight of the cartridges, dude. Like Man. it's so there was something they had to, you felt the you you just felt the weight of it thinking, oh my god, there is so much entertainment in this. I cannot wait to stick this in its slot. And did <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, that's completely legit. I didn't mean to pun no, it but I like feel that. that. It was, it was that's, a, that's a, yeah. I mean, I feel that in many ways. But like when you, um, <laughs> when you look back on the glory, I call it the glory days. And, and in my opinion of video games, like, I just don't think there's an argument against it in the sense that now, if you've got like your, your Xbox um, subscription or you've got your PS Plus or, or whatever it is, you just go on this little screen on your, on your Xbox or your PS Five or you go on your PC and you click, you click on a game, comes up, you pay for it, you own it. That's fine, right? Mm -hmm. But if you go back in time, there was a point where I would genuinely go to Game Station, which was a, was a franchise back in the day, or Game, and I wouldn't know what game I was going to buy. I would walk through the door as if I was going <laughs> shopping for groceries, and I would flick through, and I, I didn't read any reviews because there weren't any. Yeah, at the time, unless you bought like a magazine, which was like you know who's going to spend money on that it when you could just literally pick something that looks good oh and you yep. come out with some absolute shitters but that was oh. part of the joy right that was part of the journey yeah you'd spend 50 I bought, quid I bought a game once called balls it was a fighting game we all I made of balls, balls and it was shit dog crap <laughs> like it was horrendous but in the moment i thought fighting games with balls this is gonna be this is gonna be amazing yeah and, and, and really then wasn't. you know you had the the blockbuster uh video um stores back in the day where you could rent video games for a couple of days as well oh mate Mate, and, and like, mate, look, those were beautiful days. Oh, of my. course, we had, a, we, had a, we had this little place called Ritz Video near mine as yes, well. Ritz, before Blockbuster, Ritz. Ritz Video, man, that was the first time I used to rent Super Nintendo games for a week for like a pound, and think this is the this is the greatest thing in life ever. We're, we're, we're really showing our age here, but it's nice to okay. just give that extra insight of what it what it was like, you know, because it it, oh. it was special and it was it was Bro. different. And and don't get me wrong. I love the immediacy nowadays of how you can, you know, if you wake up one morning, you don't really want to get dressed. Maybe you're feeling under the weather and you want to play the brand new uh, Elden Ring game, right? You can hit yeah. download if you've got, like, if you've got light speed connection, you could be on it within a couple of hours. Like that's awesome. Yeah, totally. and you don't have to get out of yeah. bed. However, the purchase, and I feel the same way about music, owning CDs back in the day, my CD racks that I used to love. There was something about having physical copies in your possession and you can't beat it. I know, and I and I respect collectors of anything. Me too, who man. Collect anything. Collect like from Pokemon cards to freaking stamps to to game collect whatever it might be. If you collect the, because I know you've got some beauties, you, you've collected some stuff in, in your time, yeah. and which is kind of like limited edition. But like to have it for physical a physical copy of something and to cherish it and treat like I, I totally understand that. But yeah, I mean even like swapping cart. I mean even at school, like got to the age where people were trading cartridges, like saying, "Oh, I'll loan you this for yeah. a week. Let's, let's, let's swap games. Let's swap games. Let's swap games." Just swapping games. Do you know what? so good. I once, I once gave my mate, Matthew Lord, right? And if you're listening, Lordy. Big shout out, Matthew. Listen, Ma Lordy. Do you know what, Matthew? He had the ultimate trade and he never gave me it back and I'll never forgive him for this, right? Majora's Mask, gold cartridge. I handed him oh, it. Do you know what he gave gosh. me in return for that? And at the time I was like, oh, sounds good. Go on. My man gave me Bomberman. And don't, <laughs> and don't, get, me, don't get me wrong. Bomberman's decent. <laughs> But it's not Majora's Mask, is it? I did not know you were going to go down the, the Bomberman route. I was like, Majora's Mask, gold cartridge edition for Bomberman. Like the most basic you... bitch game going. 
Like, <laughs> like, if you walk into a retro game shop now, right? You walk in any retro game shop, you can get Bomberman 64 for 50p. Right? If you if you want to get Majora's Mask Gold cartridge, you're paying 25 beans minimum. And minimum. Lord is sitting on that stack right now. So if you're listening, you know where I am. Freaking Give it hell, back. Mate. You know, I, I, I want to say <laughs> they've just added Majora's Mask to the N64 emulator on the Switch. Yes, and do you know so what? So it's now part of that. So it's apparently, apparently, apparently it's great. I've not played it yet. You know, the thing is, I, I, the emulator on the Switch, I'm disappointed by it because it doesn't upscale anything to a different level. Obviously, it plays... That is whack. I that agree. is whack. I like and and if, if, if anyone listening to this wants to replay Majora's Mask at its absolute highest form, what you need to do is you need to copy yourself a Nintendo 3DS and get Majora... It's quite hard to get now. It's, it's actually quite rare. Um, Majora's Mask on the 3DS was a remaster and a remake of it in 3D. So like, oh, that's the ultimate way to play that video game. Okay. If you're going to okay. do it. I think it, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of these things where I've got to add it to the the library list of things I'd have to play and finish in the next kind of 10 years of my life. 20. Because there are so many things to get through. <laughs> Majora's Mask is hard. Give it 20 years, bro. I'll give it 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. I mean, that's that's. Th- I mean, I was going to ask you actually, you took that on Nintendo as well. Apparently, I, I don't know this, have you downloaded the new tracks from Mario Kart 8? Are they available right now? So I've been aware this weekend they came out on the 18th. It is now the 21st. So, so they are available. Are they are. This is official. They are out now. All of the new tracks are out right now. So yes, I am oh. about to download that because... Oh my God. What that means is... It's pretty much a brand new Mario Kart. Obviously the same mechanics, but why would you ever want to improve on perfection? Graphics are great in comparison. You know, when you actually look at any other Switch game, Nintendo, uh, they've really made Mario Kart stand out as one of the best. And now you've got all these brand new tracks. So it's time to go, baby. So what we're looking at here, just to confirm this, just doing some research here, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass yep. DLC came out three days ago. This is, we're recording for the 21st of March, coming out the 18th. Mm-hmm. So Golden Dash Cup, you get Paris Promenade, the Toad Circuit from the 3DS, yep. Choco Mountain from the N64, and Coconut Mall from the Wii. Boom. The Lucky Cat Cup, you get Tokyo Blur from Tor, Shroom Ridge 3DS, Sky Garden uh, Game Boy Advance, and Ninja Hideaway from the Tor. So you've got, so t- you got you know, what, eight, eight new tracks there, two new cups. Am I right in thinking that if you've got the Nintendo Switch Plus like online subscription, you get it all for free? You're at it. That is what I think is the case. Me too, yes. and I've got, you've got to have. Okay, that's good, because you've got, obviously got... Um, so it says here that there's going to be... F- Jesus Christ! There's 48 new tracks yep. coming out. It's a new game, baby. It feels like a new game to me. Wow, mate. And, th- and th- do you know what? This this for me is actually a really good a really good point to make as well. This is why GTA Five has been so freaking bloody good mm-hmm. is because of the fact that they don't keep re- like bringing out a new game. They just reinvent the current mod. They repatch it, make it better, bigger, better, faster, stronger. They've got a base a base there, like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Just keep adding to that because the, the perfect system of Mario Kart is the proof's in the pudding what it is right uh, now. And you all- just add to that. Absolutely. And you also know that while in the same way that, you know, Rockstar with GTA, uh, while they're adding to GTA 5 and while Nintendo add into Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, behind the scenes, they're working on GTA 6 and they're working on Mario Kart 9. Fact. Yeah, fact. But this is how you keep people ticking along without oversaturating it. 
Exactly. Isn't it? Because that you you know that game developers are working at least at least six months to a year ahead of like ahead of where we are right For now. For sure. And I think that's the problem why games like Cyberpunk failed so miserably is because that buffer that they had was gone. Yeah. Because they kept saying to themselves, let's set this date, this one we're going live with the game. And they were never going to achieve that. Never. And so it, you're con- then you're constantly, you're not kind of making it as good as it can be. You're just doing the best you can to sell something which isn't ready and hoping no one notices. And people freaking noticed. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so Absolutely. And then, then you know times. what? As soon as we get off this, we need to start downloading, don't we? That's a fact. Because that that's is a fact. lot of tracks to download. <laughs> Did you, have you downloaded the new Fortnite chapter three season two? All right. As a man who is Mr. FNCS right here that I am talking to, I am yeah, fascinated boy. to get your thoughts on this. In, in fact, you know what? I haven't downloaded it yet because once again, I've been away. But the internet for me, which was, was yesterday, the internet, how old am I? Um, social media lit up <laughs> Yeah. when everyone was talking about the fact that for a small period of time, I think it's a small window, there is no building on Fortnite. Yeah. Right. Do you want me to elaborate? Uh, you elaborate and then I will give my take. Okay. Okay. So for because this, this is actually a really good jumping off point for a lot of people who have not played Fortnite for a long time as well because obviously as as Ian alludes to I've been lucky to work f- with FNCS for over a year now and I'm very much part of the Fortnite competitive scene which is which is wicked but the game as well obviously I need to be clued up as much as possible on the actual game itself and um the rumors were going round I think last week obviously every season the meta changes somehow like they add they vault weaponry bring new stuff into the mix like items and for inventories and stuff and change up traversal the way you kind of move around the maps and that kind of stuff and so and the suggestion was that there was going to be this kind of no the, the no builds element everyone was like what wait 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 that's such a fundamental part of Fortnite and they were like, yeah, we're going to go full on Battle Royale, no, no holes barred. We're literally, it's, it's last man standing, weaponry only. And everyone was like, no way. They, they, what they've done, they've done something really, really smart as well. Because obviously they know that it is a free-for-all now. It's it's a, it's a cover shoot. It's basically Gears of War. Yeah. Okay, Gears of War is the meta. And they, what they've done is they've incorporated these new elements. So you can actually now do have, there's a sprinting kind of like dash mechanic, which you need to power up and you can vault walls and stuff as well. You couldn't do that before. Um, so you can evade people a lot more easily now because of them taking away the balls and that that's a way of, de- of defending yourself. They've now added this element where you can actually, you can scarper even quicker. Yeah. So that it kind of counteracts the lack of builds to protect you. Um, I want to know it because you you are a a cover shooter extraordinaire. Yes. You love this is you through and through, mate. What is your vibe right now? I saw all of the hate for this, and I understand it because your hardcore Fortnite competitive players, a massive part of their artillery uh, and what makes them so good at the game, is their building skills and abilities. Right? Me? Yeah. I'm not no. I'm not a hands-on kind of builder kind of guy, right? I'm You're a, no tarper. You put a strap in my hand, I will click your dome. That is how I. That is how I operate, right? I called my brother immediately, and we've had this conversation millions of times. The amount of times we've finished third, fourth, second, and we look at each other and we say, "If there was no building on this game." We would win <laughs> all the time, right? We, we would say yeah. it. All we were like this. If this didn't have, I mean, look, PUBG is. I'm a big fan of PUBG. I think it's, but there is too much time where it's very slow and you're just literally running around trying to figure out what's going on. Fortnite, much more fast paced, much more colorful, much more vibrant. But the building for me, 
I love it. Don't get me wrong. I massively value and appreciate it, but I always wanted Fortnite to give me the option just so I could see how, what, what sort of level I'm at, you know, when it comes to gun skill. And now this is, I haven't played it yet, but this is a real opportunity for me to see if I'm actually any good. And, 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 and I would like to take on top level. I mean this, I want to be in there with top level players. I, I respect that. I don't mean it like, is like your players. I mean like your top level non-pro levels that players you're, arena, you're arena players like, yes. cha- like champion, play, like champion, a, a champion players champion players i i do you know i think i think um one thing that I, I, i've i've probably played around seven or eight games mm-hmm. just so so not not too many and it was a bit of a, a baptism of fire because fortnite is a game where people don't tend to play passively they can be quite aggressive particularly in like solos and, and duos dude it is absolute anarchy in them lobbies right now. Yeah. Like people are not, people are going hell for leather at, at trying to wipe you out. And it's like, cause I think, cause it's one thing being good at building. My, my, for me, building was all about protection. Yeah. I'm not a good builder, but I, I use it. The moment someone ta- like tags me straight away, bish, bash, bosh, the, the walls are up. I get a chance to breathe and kind of like position myself. People now are like, um, just, just going, going for broke and just going at you, man, and just kind of like trying to get on top of you and trying to punish you because you can't hide. But at the same time, it kind of gives you the advantage if you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply have cover near you and they're out in the open and they've got these new weapons they've got they brought back the drum shotgun where you can just pummel bop, like bop, shot bop, after bop, shot bop. after shot yeah you've got like the the combat smgs like rapid fire so it, it may um, it is it is a it is a crazy crazy time because i think a lot of the pro- thing is people know as well this is only a 10-day event this is a, a short 10-day window where before because it's all part of the narrative of like the fortnite's kind of ongoing story that's been woven into the kind of like the the battle royale that it is um for any kind of uh law fans out there of like fortnite but um it'd be interesting to see i I presume this is going to be to attract players maybe like yourself who used to play the game a lot more before building became such a vital part of like the way the game plays out um and maybe it could be like a playlist that you can kind of like jump back into whenever you want to i i hope that i i like the idea of it if it does you know like if people like me do enjoy it mm. it'd be nice if they maintained it as an option right that's that that'd be cool you know like if if you want to jump into that playlist like you say oh you can get into non-building games okay let's try that like i've always thought that should be potentially an option because there's always going to be enough people on both sides of the of the fence right you're always going to get into a packed lobby yeah they they they, they didn't know that. i think when they first made the game i remember i remember downloading when it first came out cause it was one of those free games everyone was like oh, this is kind of interesting. What's this new game? Fortnite, that's weird. And yeah. I downloaded it. And the, the first part, no, I don't think even Epic didn't know how big a factor the building was going to be, how in, integral to the, the USP of the game it was going to be. Um, and without it, people are a bit like, oh my God, this is like a, an actual last man standing. Let's just go go ham and just try and get to the, get to the VR. And it is a lot of fun. You have to play, obviously, a lot more tactically and, and rotate better, like because obviously you've got to utilize 
the your surrounding areas and stuff and kind of like mm-hmm. you, you know drop get the drop on people but um it's kind of nice in a way that you people you people can't rely on building like like it's a get out of jail free it card is. isn't it that's that ultimately that's what it's always been like you've always got that backup if you get caught slipping and you make a mistake and find yourself in open territory or you, someone creeps up on you that you weren't expecting to be there you can always dip in one way or another if you've got enough materials yeah. you can get out of dodge whereas i like the fact that you have to think about it. You know, if you're going to go out into enemy territory, you have to think, okay, is is there a good chance I'm going to get caught caught slipping here? Yeah. Because there's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide now. Well, they, they introduced last season, they introduced sliding, right? So any mountain now, yeah, I love just, that. I, the sliding's awesome because it kind of adds it's this really whole good. new layer of like how you can get away fast and like get away quickly. But I think last season, what was so, so loved was the web shooters, the Spider-Man web shooters, where you could yeah, ultimately, you could just like, you know, Spider-Man your way around. So this yeah. new jumping mechanic kind of has a bit of that, you know, that propulsion of like when you're going to take off on a web shooter. So you can get out of dodge pretty fast. But I think, I think, I think the most important thing is people will come back, like they will love the parkour, they'll love the kind of like, you know, the fact that it is just like a bit of a run and gunner cover shooter. Yeah. I think it just adds a new layer to it. And that's why, and people at first will hate on it. Like you said, like people kind of hate on, on the fact that it's changed. But if Fortnite didn't change the meta every season, people would just get bored of this, this game. And do you know what else? Fortnite are the absolute masters of maintaining relevancy. Yeah. Whether they're, they're introducing new skins, they're introducing new play styles, new whatever you want to call it, right? Every single time. Look, the fact that Fortnite, after being how, how many years? You know... Four, people I think still four years five years people are still just going mad when something like this happens and it makes people like me like you said am i in the up now going all right this weekend i'm gonna have a big fortnight weekend yeah you know and that's good this great marketing and for people who are thinking oh i want my building back you're gonna get your building back yeah so just enjoy the ride for a few days treat it as a building holiday right you don't have to get your hands dirty yeah exactly you can just well, you can just have fun with it. For the, for the casual player, this is where the party's at. For the for the, pro, oh, for the yeah. pros, that building is one is a, is a major part of strat and major part of way that you can. It's have... like having your superpower stripped away, isn't it? Yeah. You know, ultimately, you know, you've got you've got this thing that that you do better than ninety nine percent of players, mm-hmm. and you want to be able to flex that, and it's it's gone. It's like oh, it's your kryptonite. You've had it stripped away, and it's like all of a sudden you're exposed. You're standing there in the middle of the of the uh, the field naked yeah do, that's what's happened well dude as well they, they've hinted and this is a, this has been a hint for a little bit but I think potentially there is going to be a Fortnite Back to the Future crossover very soon yeah. uh, I'm not even joking I'm talking DeLorean gliders I'm talking hoverboards I'm talking Marty and Doc. Marty McFly and are we getting a Marty McFly skin or uh, that is the hope the, the red gilet mate that's what I want but they're <laughs> yeah, also I they're also I, want, I want also I do want the Back to the Future 3 Western variant as well I do want a mm-hmm. cowboy outfit the Clint Eastwood but also whilst on uh, this chat right now just in the news The Mandalorian Series 3 Christopher Lloyd set to star in it Doc himself Get not lost. even joking mate not even joking the Doc is back. Doc is back, mate. That's what it seems in Star in freaking Star Wars, bro. You thought, this is it. This is this is this is Christopher Lloyd, dude. He's like like Hollywood legendary status. Just just pops into a bit of Star Wars. Can you imagine if you were like in your eighties as an actor, in your grandparents' age, and then suddenly your granddad goes, "I've just been cast in um Star Wars." You'd be like, "What the? F- this is fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> I, <laughs> this is it." I, I absolutely love it though when legends who are, look, let's 
let's not get it twisted. If you see Christopher Lloyd in anything recently, or you see him in any interviews or whatever, he is 100% switched on like he always has been. Yeah, yeah right? he is. And this is another example, right? Look, I'm sure he is absolutely perfect for this role. But come on, while these icons, these living legends are here with us on the planet, let's give them their flowers. Dude. You know, if if he needs, if an opportunity like this comes up, give it to Christopher Lloyd, man. Get, give Do you know it what I mean? Lloyd. Like Clint Eastwood, right? How, how, how old is he now? A hundred? I don't even know. I'm going to, I'm going to Google this right now. Clint, this is the right, thing. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying 92. Clint Eastwood, right? Is, here it comes. Here comes his age. He is 91 years Ooh, old, right? Close. But just think about it. An, an icon of that magnitude, like, People like Clint Eastwood don't come around. He is your Elvis Presley. He's a, whatever you want to call him. He's like that level. Of he's an megastar. icon. Icon. Oh, icon. And he's still here. And I know that like, you know, he stepped out of acting, but every so often there's like rumors going around that he might do this. He might do that. But I just love that, that these people, as much as we can, it's like with Chevy Chase. Like I'm like, give the man his flowers. I know he, apparently he's a bit of an asshole on set or whatever. I've heard he's but a bit of a knob. I have heard Chevy Chase is a knob. <laughs> but I love him and he's still here. <laughs> and I just think any of these older actors, if they want to have like opportunities like this and, they, and they, they feel like they can still go like, come on, just give it to them because they deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm actually, actually going to segue into an opportunity here as well, which is, you know, I, I love the fact that Christian Eriksen is back in the Premier League, by the way, Me too. because after what happened Huge. last summer and the Euros, like shocker. I was, I was in Portugal doing a, a football show actually. With Paul Ince, um, who's coming on the show at some Paul point. Ince. It's going to happen. And we're going to get him on, yeah. um, who is now the interim Reading manager. I think Dude, still my hometown. Not to... no, nothing, yeah, man, he's, it, uh, your boy is, is back in the game. And I remember we were all sat watching that. And, and when, when it happened, like that was a fatal incident. Like let's not, let's not beat around the bush that yeah. if he wasn't surrounded by the right people, oh mate. it was, that was lights out yeah. for Christian Eriksen. Yeah. And um, it's a, uh, it's actually quite, because, I look back at that and it was heart wrenching for everybody, gut wrenching. Everybody was like, geez, like this, this man in his prime has just been just taken, taken away. Like we all thought he was, he was gone, didn't we? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And to fast forward to now, less than, you know, a year on, he's playing football again in the Prem. Brentford, mate, he's back. Well, that, 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 How? That, this is it. How? He's, he's just got his, his call up back for the Denmark squad. He's going back, mate playing these friendlies coming up this weekend obviously this international break this weekend but the, the one of the things which is amazing gonna, amazing amazing, amazing. And, but did you hear about the fifa debacle with christian erickson this weekend have you heard no, of this? what happened oh mate right so I've, I've talked to you a little bit about this right so for you guys again listening you might be thinking sav you're still banging on about fifa mate I, I kid you not right the age that i am recently i found another gear Ian. i found another gear i I feel like I am. I found. I've. I've. I've found the meta, and I am abusing it because I. I am. I'm going up against primed, primed out squads. We're talking like primed out, like daddy's credit card squads that have been like, <laughs> bang. Like we're talking like expensive, like Samuel Eto Prime, R R Nine Prime. Every single like. This sounds like Pie Face's team right here. Bro, by the way, it does right. Another great guest on the show, by the way. We should reach out. Okay, we should. But you've got all this stuff going on with um, with these big players, and I'm pl I'm bringing my team. Never invested a penny. Never invested a penny. My team is solid, but never got that pack luck that everyone else has. 
holding my own. If not, like this morning, I had a Division Four game because like the season just reset. I've come out on top with against the top team with an eight-one victory. Yo, and I'm just like, Yo. whatever. I just, I just, I just find. What are you doing then? I, well, I tell me what you're doing. Mate, the formation. Get the ball to feet to the front two. Have a turn. <laughs> bang it in. Like that's that, that, I mean, but I, but I, but Let me ask you, how much time do you, because I spend, if I'm being honest, I spend too much time dicking around on the ball. So like if I get into the, the final third, I will start getting a little bit too tricky yeah. and I'll try and pretty much dribble it in on my own. Like so I'll, I'll try and make solo plays. Yeah. Are you telling me that's not the way no, to go? I am, I am aggressive as a unit and I, I, I'm a, mate, they, my midfield game is on the point because I okay. penetrate, I penetrate defense. Like I, I don't know, but ultimately I found my formation for me. Four at the back, played two two CDMs, two cams, two up top. Okay, so you're not crossing the ball in, are you? Sometimes M the main thing I'm doing is I'm utilising my wingers to get in behind. I've got like wild card, winter wild card Tierney, who's like 86 rated, but like he's pa paces off the charts again. But long story short, I just feel like I'm in a good place with it. But this comes full circle to Christian Eriksen. This weekend I wake up and of all people, pie face. Yeah. This is mental. Wow, this is mental. Pie face puts a video out on his shorts and it's just like Ericsson, fantasy Ericsson, absolutely broken. And I'm like, what? So I go on and it turns out that EA have made a, a catastrophic error. This weekend, all the fantasy teams, came, the fantasy players came out. So all the fantasy players, like another echelon of like quality, you know, in this way or that way. Fantasy players come out. But every person, there was a glitch. Every person that owned an 82-rated Christian Eriksen Brentford player was automatically turned into a 90-rated fantasy Christian Eriksen player. <laughs> right? So now he was supposed to be like an SBC, like a really hard player to pack. They've glitched it so that every single person, regardless of what I've got, 90-rated. So I looked through my my kind of my my, I guess like my fodder of crap that I don't use. Did you have him? I had him there. Ready and waiting. Uh, I looked lost. in. Ninety rated fantasy Ericsson. He's in get the squad. He's in like, your squad. Yeah. He's in the squad. And like, and I saw Pie Face's video. I was like, this can't be real, dude. It's real, right? So every person that's got it, obviously, some. I mine's untradeable. A lot of people have got it as tradables, right? So you have to obviously kind of like you, you can you can actually trade him in and get money for it. And obviously, he's gone down, yeah, you know, really low in in price. But the interesting thing is this, and this is a theory for me. Think about what what Ericsson's gone through for the last year. Everything that's happened yeah. to him. Of all the players, you want to celebrate for being back with us and playing professionally again. Of all the players had to happen to, Christian yep. Eriksen, and suddenly everyone is playing with Eriksen again, thinking about Christian Eriksen. Awesome. It's kind of like, is this like a, a happy mistake? Like, is this a thing that kind of, and is this why they haven't changed it back? Or was it was it done on, was it done for realsies on purposes? Do you know what I mean? Because- I, I, I mean, either way, I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a, I love a it. good outcome, really. I think it's awesome. It's awesome. Think, it's freaking, and it's and, it, and, it's, it's and we should all celebrate. We should all celebrate. It's that, amazing. Man. It's amazing. Like, I, I think that's the that's the thing, dude. Is like you look at like everything that's happened in the last two years, and there has been so much has happened. And here we are. Yeah. We've kind of come full circle. As of recording, you know, you and I are meeting up for the first time this weekend. We've got stuff yeah. going on. The life events coming back. Everything feels like it's getting like good again. Obviously, mm. there is. Travesty happening out, you know, in the East, Ukraine and Russia right now. Yep. And and let's not get let's not mess around here. Like that is that is something that we both oh, think about and talk about every day. Mad. Um I can't believe and it. Really. It doesn't it doesn't get any the thing is, right? In life, as human beings, we are very susceptible to becoming accustomed to the things that are going on around us. 
I've always said a million times, right? If a dinosaur appeared in my back garden right now, everybody would shit themselves, right? And then within two weeks, no one would be talking about it anymore. That's just how human beings operate. We, I'm not saying that nobody's talking about what's going on in Ukraine, but I'm just saying that it's really important that we don't lose touch of how devastating what is happening is because it goes from being, you read about a bombing early doors and it's, it, 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 it ruins your day and it breaks your heart. And now it's like another bombing, another bomb. And, and, you, be, and, and you don't want to become um, numb to it mm. is, is, is what I'm trying to say. So I, I, I make a conscious effort every day, uh, the end of uh, about seven o'clock on the night, I, I consume all of the news I can within a 15 minute window because what was happening to me before was I was refreshing my feed every five minutes. And it was just too overwhelming. And there was nothing yeah. I could do about it. Whereas, sorry, I know this is a... No, you know, no, no, this, no, no, no. I, I, I completely get you. And actually, do you know what? There's actually, again, we'll come full circle. There is a way that you can easily support yes. um, people in Ukraine. One thing that Fortnite, of all things, you, if you thought about getting back involved in Fortnite or kind of want to play the, you know, kind of get this new mode we've talked about in this episode, I think they're donating every... every pound dollar every bit of money earned from like battle passes and everything for the next two weeks of this first season to humanitarian causes supporting that's ukraine awesome. so that's that's a full circle i mean they, they want to do it, it is. there you go you can do that and it goes it goes to those guys which is which is shout out a lot of publishers they're doing their own you know finding ways that they can support i, I love the fact that gaming the same thing happened with covid dude Gaming yep. found a way to come together and support people to help people, and I love the fact that it's kind of you know it's happening again in this in this instance. I think I hope it continues as well. But you know, but before we wrap this episode, mate, any other games you're playing at the moment that you want to shout out? This might actually surprise you, but a video game that I uh, have been playing. So I, obviously, I, I'm still really deep into Uncharted. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, the game that we spoke about last week, the remaster. Oh, are you really? Uh, I didn't realize you were, you were grinding that on the PS5. Oh man, I'm grinding it. Oh so shoot, hard. bro, that's awesome. Wait, wait yeah, are you so all I'm... the game? Oh, like oh, it's just it's just Uncharted Four, Thief's End, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost I have, yeah, 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 and and I'm uh, and it's bloody marvelous. I can't even. It is. I can't even put into words how good that game is. Like, and and uh, it, it's. I'm a big. I've always said over and over again when people say to me, "What you know, people who are a bit older, why do you play video games?" I will say, "Why do you watch movies?" So it's take me away to another. Well, I do that on Uncharted, but I control the geezer who's in the film. <laughs> you know when when he, you know, and it means more. Like everything means more because I'm the one who finds, who makes the decisions. I'm the one who who sushes out the clues and the and the issues and the, the puzzles, and I'm the one who shoots everybody and all that. Anyway, um, Uncharted is 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 amazing. A game that I'm playing at the minute, and I have been playing a little bit. It's a uh, Simpsons hit and run on the Xbox. Oh my God. What so, a game, Ian. Whoa. Bro, right? I, 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 on, on, a, on a retro TV. So it plays like it did back in the day. Um, Simpsons hit and run. It's like Grand Theft Auto mixed with the Simpsons. And if you're thinking that sounds what, what, is, what even is that? It got wild reviews back in the day, like insane reviews. It is awesome. You are Homer Simpson. You can be all the different characters actually from the family, but you kick off as Homer and like you're just running around Springfield as Homer. You can jump in any car you want that's driving around the streets and you go back to your house and Marge is like, hmm, homie, Lisa, Lee. <laughs> you know, like Lisa, Lisa needs you at school to bring, take her this sandwich or something. And you're like, okay. And then you're like, you go get in your car, you drive to the school, you give, <laughs> and just all sorts Class. of stuff happens. And it, and it plays 
so well still. So sorry. I, oh, that's probably mate. the last game you were expecting me to say, but Simpsons I, hit and run. I, I, not only do I respect the fact that you play, you're playing Simpsons hit and run, which is a bona fide classic. It's the fact that you've taken it to another level and you've, you've purposely played it on like a crap telly just to yeah. really sink your teeth into the nostalgia of that. I I, th I commend you admirably, man. That's, That's how it looks. At it. It's, honestly, if you're ever thinking about playing retro games, right, you if you put that on your new widescreen TV in your living room or whatever else, it's going to look terrible. You play it on the TV it was designed to be played on, which are hard to get, um, like good quality ones. It looks like a HD game. I'm not I'm not kidding. That's wicked. Okay, I must try that That's out. That's how you do it. It's a final one of those show you heavy ass glass TVs now, those crap ones. That's what you want. I need one of those bad boys. I need to go down a skip or something and find one. Someone will leave. Yeah, I was going to say, if you walk down the streets of London, you'll find yeah, one. If you, <laughs> you guys listening, if you've got any any like like shite old TVs that are just hanging around a bedroom <laughs> um, that you want to we'll get rid them. of, like I'll have it. Yeah. I'll trade you. I will show you my retro gaming setup one day and it'll be beautiful. Mate, I can't wait. Take pictures because when I see you this week, I want to look at them direct. Oh, yeah. With you. What, the pictures, pictures of what? Or do you mean the gaming? Or do you want pictures uh, of me? Anything you want to show me? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Why See that, you next why, week. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, honestly, that, guys, thank you so much for listening and uh, and chilling out as always. And um, it's always it's always we we absolutely love doing this show, and hopefully you guys love enjoy it. it too. We love it, love it, love it. Um, it kind of morphs, isn't it? It's like it's a gaming podcast that we kind of just morph into. Let's talk about Christopher Lloyd for a bit, and let's talk about this. Yeah. And I love that. I love how kind of organic it is and stuff. So. Um, let us know what you guys are playing on social media, of course. Uh, I'm at Adam Savage and uh, on Twitter, and Ian is at Ian Chambers. Ian with an I-A-I-N Chambers. Thank you. No one ever does that. I've always got your back, man. Always. That's and uh, look forward to seeing you guys. The next one, I'm going to keep grinding Elden Ring, which has been hard, but I'm into it. I can't stop now. I've started this. Get, I mean, get back on there. You know, I've, I've avoided it because I know it will consume and control my life. So. Yeah, it's, I need, yeah, it's, it, it's, uh, there's nothing that gets me, gets me going than being absolutely ripped to shreds by some kind of terror boss that I can't look at without being scared and peeing my pants. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> lots of love. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. Till then, take care and goodbye for now.